many of you have found yourself running late for an important meeting because you couldn't find that one thing you needed before you could head out the door? What if I could tell you that in just 10 minutes a day, you could take your home from chaos to calm? Because clutter really is nothing more than postponed decisions. I've created a challenge to help you get ready to ditch your clutter and simplify your life. Want to hear a secret? You actually have the power to create more peace and calm in your home, and you can have it in less than 10 minutes a day. Join the Chaos to Calm Challenge so you can organize your space, create more peace in your home, and focus less on stuff and more on the people you love the most. I want you to be able to effortlessly live clutter-free in your home. This challenge will teach you the proven systems to get clean and clutter-free in 10 minutes or less because we're all busy. How to create more peace and calm in your home and how to focus on what and who you love with an organized space. To join this challenge, just go to barbiejoe.com forward slash challenge. This is Barbie Jo, and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We will discuss the tricks of the trade and systems that improve family life and managing a household. Hi, everybody. Barbie Jo here, and this is another episode of Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. And Today, I have a special treat. I know I say that all the time, but really, truly, Lisa is on the show today, and she is an optimized management owner. She provides operations and project management services for moms who are trying to grow their business while raising a family. Lisa's certifications include director of operations, content marketing specialist, customer value optimization specialist, social media marketing specialist, and project management essentials. Lisa combines her operations, project management, and digital marketing knowledge to bring the perfect trifecta of skills to your business so that you can grow your business and make money and live a life you love. When she started her online journey, she saw so many entrepreneurs talking about not having time for their families or themselves. All they had time for was work. As a homeschooling mom of eight, she knew what wouldn't work for her family. So through trial and error and some great mentors, she discovered that it was possible to have a successful online business and spend time with her family. Knowing your why, being intentional, and setting goals are keys to getting it all done. And Lisa's clients include businesses all over the globe who are making an impact, getting paid, and still finding time to eat dinner with their family. Lisa lives in small town South Alabama with her husband, eight children, and four dogs. There's never a dull moment and rarely a quiet one. And in her spare time, Lisa and her family enjoy camping, kayaking, and road tripping. So here is a mama that we could definitely learn something from. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here today. So tell us, 
How did you get started? What brought you to this place in life being an operations expert and a mom of eight? Well, I've always, having a large family, I've always needed, you know, a little extra money on the side. So I've had different businesses throughout the years. And um, a few years ago, I was sitting at my computer and I was envisioning this life I wanted us to live, this life I wanted for our family. And I knew I didn't have what I needed at that moment to get us there. So I had to find a way to make that possible. Um, so I did what most people do. I turned to the Google and I Googled how to make money online. And um, I came across this whole community of people that I had no idea even existed. And um, I dove right in. So that was my original why is I knew I wanted more for my family and I needed to find a way to get it. Oh my gosh, we have so much in common just right there alone. I can so relate to having a large family and not having made enough to be super comfortable and knowing that I wanted to help. I can't even tell you how many roads I went down trying, spinning my wheels to just earn an extra buck to help kind of cushion our family's finances. And okay, so you found something that obviously was working phenomenally. Tell us more. I came up with my why. That was my, that was the, and somehow that's the first thing I did was come up with my why, which is good because most people skip that step. Most people just dive in and start working and then it gets hard because this online journey, it is not easy. We all know there's, <laughs> there's so many obstacles. Oh. And without that, why? Once you hit that obstacle, you're like, oh, this isn't for me. I'm not cut out for this. I'm not good enough for this. I don't have enough knowledge. You know, all those, all those thoughts that start like coming into our brain. Because I had that why, I had that, I knew where I wanted to go. I knew what my end goal was. So when those obstacles came, I was able to push through them because <laughs> this is kind of a funny story. I started out as I was going to be a VA because, you know, we all have skills um, that translate into the online world. It's just a matter of finding them. And I thought, you know what? I've managed a family of 10. Surely I can help somebody else, you know, in their business. I've got the, you know, I've got this. So my first client call, I'm talking to her and she's like, you know, I don't think you would make a very good VA. I'm like, wow. It was rough. She's like, she's like, no, she goes, I have another project for you. And she hired me and she gave me a different project. But like, to know that I had gone all in and I was convinced that this VA road was for me and for like my very first client to be like, ah, I don't think you're going to be very good at this. Ouch. Ouch. But because I knew I had a goal, I knew where I wanted to go. I didn't let that stop me. I changed paths. I pivoted. I didn't chase shiny objects, which is what people often do. I intentionally pivoted. There's, there's a big difference and people get People get caught up in the whole shiny object. Well, they're doing this and making money. Maybe I'm going to try that. Well, they're doing this and making money. I'm going to try that instead of stopping, assessing, and changing direction intentionally. And that's a big part of it. Love it. And it's not like we're doubting our own abilities as it is, but to have somebody else say, yeah, I don't know about this. 
it really hurts. <laughs> yes, it really does. And to know that I've got, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm very thankful that she said that because ultimately I have grown and learned and moved on from that. And I don't know that I would be where I am today without that little bit of, I mean, it was negative encouragement kind of, but I know that I wouldn't have taken the path I did without her having told me that. Right. Well, that's amazing. Good for you. So talk to us now more about this, uh, having purpose, having a journey. People rarely become successful by accident. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It happens. You'll read, you know, these accidental success stories. And so they do happen. But even in those stories, there's usually things that the people have done along the the way to set up for those success stories. It's not... It's never as easy as their stories sound. Obviously, we all know that. They didn't wake up one day and suddenly have the million-dollar idea. And three days later, they had a million dollars in their bank account. It just doesn't work that way. (laughs) Right. And when people start out, they get caught up in that a little bit, I think. 100%. But these people that become successful, they're driven by that purpose, that motivation, that why. They have that goal and they are 100% focused and they know that no matter what, they're going to reach that goal. They're going to make it to their destination success. What they have determined the end point for this portion of the journey, we're not talking the end point of your whole life's journey. We're creating destination points along the journey, along the way, so that when you you know when you've reached them, you know when you've hit that that spot, you know, when, Hey, I've made it, I've been successful because you can't, your goal to make a million dollars, that is a great goal to have, but you need smaller destinations along the way and smaller points that you can measure against and say, yes, I'm headed in the right direction. Yeah. Because if you, if you try to say my goal is a million dollars, Say you hit $500,000 this year. I mean, that's a pretty amazing accomplishment. But if your goal and your end game is that million dollars, you're not going to feel that accomplishment. You're not going to get that boost of energy that comes when you meet that success and that goal you've set for yourself. So true. So how then do you keep your eye on the prize with all the setbacks of life and family and all the daily responsibilities? That's where drilling down to your true why. When when I started, when a lot when a lot of people start, their why is money. And there is nothing wrong with that. People like try to get all philosophical about it. And I'm like, I tell my clients all the time, I'm like, stop. Just straight up say, you need money and you need it now. Because otherwise you're trying, you're trying to assign all these these things, and that's not your true goal. Your goal is to be able to go to the grocery store and buy food for your family next week. Yeah. And sometimes that's as far as we can see. And that's okay. That can be your goal. That can be your destination success for right now. Right. And that's what keeps you going. You don't, and you write this down and you drill down to that real why. Because people are like, oh, that can't be, you know, oh, it's got to be, I want to save the world. No, you don't have to do all of that. And so I've got the the five steps to why you just, you keep drilling down. You say, why do I want to do this? And your first why is 
you know, you answer that question at a high level. And then, okay, so you've answered it. Why do I want to do this? Well, you know, I want to make an impact. That can be, you know, that's a lofty goal. Well, why do you want to do that? Well, because maybe somebody made an impact on me along the way. Maybe I know how hard it was for me to get to this place and I want to help somebody else get there. Okay, well, why do you want to do that? And you keep drilling down. You keep going down until you have like the five. You've By the time you get to the fifth, because why, you've probably drilled down pretty far. And as I call it the five steps to why. And once you figure that out, that's your core at your being. It's probably that that part that you're scared to share with anybody, like the real why. It's that part that you're not, you know, you would never put it out to the world. You know, that's your that's your personal secret, you know, space. But so once you have that, then you take all five steps of that why. And you're able to write your vision statement for your business. And your vision statement is going to be what you plaster on the wall and what you repeat to yourself on a regular basis. And when you get ghosted by another client, that vision statement is what you're going to tell yourself, you know, and that's how, that's what keeps you going. You're going to say, I am doing this because, and you're going to just repeat you know, that to yourself, because those days, the days get hard, they get long, and you need, you need that reminder, because this is a lonely world we work in a lot of times. 100%. Yes. I think we're looking for that constant validation. And it's hard to get it in the outside world. Because, you know, it's, it's a lonely game, you're usually kind of forging your own path as an entrepreneur. And okay, so to have that mantra or that motto is golden advice. So give us some examples of what people might have as their Okay. Here's a simple two-part template you can use. My vision is blank and insert your intention and insert your contribution to others. So if in one of your why statements, one of your um one of your whys why you're doing this is I need to prove myself that what I'm doing is valuable. My vision is to be a valuable member of society and to support all people I come into contact with to be their best selves. That's a little bit broad. I prefer people to go a little bit more specific in their vision statements. But for example, you know, I'm just giving you some ideas. Yeah. So Oprah Winfrey, the founder of OWN and the Oprah Oprah Winfrey Network, hers is to be a teacher and to be known for inspiring my students to be more than they thought they could be. So you just have to have, it doesn't have to be, you know, super deep or anything, but like why you get up and do what you do and what your contribution to others is. Because none of us are doing this in a bubble. We're doing this, you know, yes, we're doing this because we're getting paid, but we're doing this because we want to help other people and we want to do something, contribute something to the world beyond ourselves. Okay, so once you have your foundation laid and you really have that why in place, you know your purpose, you're moving forward, you're gaining momentum, how then would you put together a strategic plan to facilitate growth and yet still have time to have family dinner and tuck your kids in at night? This is where once you get all of this foundational, those, these foundational pieces in place, this is where it 
really shows your hard work because is what happens is then you start making decisions in your business. You start making decisions in your family based off of where you want to go and what you want your life to look like. So for me, we homeschool, we've homeschooled forever pre COVID. We've just, we've always homeschooled. So my, I want my life to, I have, I have created this picture of what I want our life to look like. And I'm not talking like leave it to be rare, like idyllic, you know, picture. I'm talking realistic, you know, messy hair, dirty clothes kind of picture. Um, but I want us to, you know, no electronics at this time. We have plenty of electronics because I work from home. My husband works from home. You know, I'm not bashing electronics, but we do have a couple hours in the middle of the day where we don't do electronics and I will play a game with my son or I will do something else. But I've created this vision of what I want this, my business to look like. And when an opportunity comes along that doesn't align with what I have created for my vision, I turn it down. Ah. And it's so hard in the beginning because you just need the money. So is what you have to do is it's a numbers game. Because if you're going to have to turn down a third of your offers, you've got to be putting yourself out there and getting three times more offers so you can turn down those offers that don't fit your family. Uh And in the beginning, your vision for your family might look different. I knew going in that I couldn't do work all day, ignore my family. I mean, my family would starve. We would, you know, we would have less clean clothes than we do now. There would be, you know, bigger messes than we have now. That just, that wasn't going to work. But I also knew that in the beginning, in those, the, the, the building block stages, that things weren't going to be ideal. We eat off paper plates because you know what? I don't have time to do dishes. Um, it's, it's not ideal. I know that. Um, and as somebody who like cloth diapered and did all the things back when my kids were younger, that was, that was a big step for me. I know it may not sound big to some people, but that for me, that was a big step to going to eating off paper plates all the time. But it was a, I knew something had to give and that was something I was willing to give on. So in order to find a way to make your business work and make your family work, You have to create that vision and then you have to decide, okay, if it's not impacting my vision, can I let it go? And 90% of the time, the answer is yes. Oh, okay. So now my, my vision for my family were like these fancy Sunday dinners, eating off glass plates. Okay. Then that's what we would do on Sunday. It is not, but you create that vision and what you want your life to look like. And then everything goes back to that. Does this impact my vision? If not, it can probably go. Does this impact my vision? Yes, it does. Okay, then this is not going to work or this will work for my family. I love that. So you're kind of creating a plan of knowing where you want to go and how you want to get there. Exactly. You've got you've got that destination, that destination. I call it a destination success because that's what it is. It's like I got we're going to take a long road trip with a big family. We road trip a lot. We love to travel. And when we find, I mean, we stop along the way, you know, we stop at the rest stop, we stop to get gas, you know, whatever. And the kids are happy to get out of the car, but the boost of energy that somehow you get when you get to your destination and 
the the happiness and the joy that you know everybody when you finally get there that's why i call it destination success because it kind of feels like that it feels like the end of this road trip you've gotten there and you get like that new influx of energy the new influx of like oh i did it i can do this i could do this again and that's how you've create your next destination success and that's what keeps you moving to your ultimate you know goal of 5 million dollars or whatever <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Now talk to us a little bit about time prioritization because we all have that same 24 hours in a day. But why is it that some people just cannot get half accomplished what others can? It goes back to a lot of it goes back to the vision. And I know I say it all the time, and I know my clients get tired of hearing it as well. But because we spend time doing things that aren't supporting our vision, they're time wasters. They're sucking out all the time that we should be spending on vision supporting tasks. And that's why some people like, you know, in the beginning, I talked about people, the overnight success or the accidental success. But and I said, they have built, they have built these steps along the way to allow that to happen. Well, they have made these many destination successes, this many destination, and they've reached them. And then they all pile on top of each other. But if you're constantly spinning your wheels and you're doing something over here for this and doing something over here for that, you're not ever reaching that destination success. And you can't ever stack win upon win upon win to get to where you want to go. Okay. So I love that. You just have to be really mindful of how you're budgeting your time. You have to be mindful about what you, yeah, what you're spending your time on. And and that's that goes back to my whole paper plates. I mean, I could, I mean, you think okay, load the dishwasher, well there's 10 of us. So that means if we use regular plates, glass plates, we have to do two loads of dishes a day. Well, okay, it doesn't take a super long time to load the dishwasher, but that is not one of my vision supporting activities. And no, cleaning the bathroom isn't either, but I do envision, you know, a semi-sanitary home. So, I mean, it really, it does. But, you know, I can't neglect that, but I can go to paper plates. We can go to having like fewer clothes. That helps with the laundry. I know I have to do laundry a little bit more often, but for some reason, it's less laundry because nobody has the ability to change clothes 500 times a day because you don't have that many clothes in your closet. So you find these little things that are taking up your time and you figure out ways to work around them. Okay. I love that. There are, I will say there are seasons in life for everything. And so, you know what, your season in life for eating on China plates is not, not right now. And that's okay. Maybe someday down the road that will change. That's what I love about this. It's not a forever plan. We are constantly adjusting and adapting as we go because our families change, our priorities change, our goals change, our destinations change, and we are constantly evolving. So tell us, how can we find you? Those that are interested in learning more about your services and what you have to offer, how can we get a hold of you? I am on Facebook. My Facebook profile is Lisa Kingsbury and my business page is Optimized Management. 
And I have a website, optimizemanagement.com. Those are the two easiest ways to get a hold of me. That's where I, I hang out the most is on Facebook. And I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to hear, you know, as you're go- working through this and you're you're drilling down to your why and you're figuring out your vision statement, um, I would love for you to reach out if you have any questions or need a little bit of um, help or clarification on putting it all together. Okay, this is amazing. Such a great resource, especially for those of us who are considering to start our own business. Maybe we want to take the road of becoming an entrepreneur and we just haven't, you know, taken the plunge. I think this is great information to have, a great roadmap to kind of direct your path and then to have you available to help kind of lead us along. I think I wish I would have had this actually when I first started because I know I was constantly seeking validation and wanting to know that my vision was meaningful and would become something. And that was really hard for me not knowing, you know, where to go and how to go. So this I think is priceless information that anybody's considering starting their own business should definitely listen to this episode and reach out to you. So thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out our website at barbiejoe.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to check out my programs. I'd love to have you join me at barbiejoe.com.